Hey, what's going on, Jerry? Nate, good morning. How you doing? Doing well. A little bit chilly this morning, but ready for a good It is freezing out. <laughs> yes. So sorry for the uh, delay getting to you. Um, this week's topic, I don't know if you had a chance to review strategic thinking and the definition that we're using this week. Yes, I did. Yeah, I've given that some thought. Identify your long-term interest and the way to achieve them. So I just, I just got out of our huddle with our staff, and I was talking to them about, you know, identifying long-term could, could be the end of this week, right? Yep. Uh, long-term could be the end of this month. Long-term could be the end of 2019, or long-term could be, you know, the next 50 years. So identifying your long-term interest and then the way to achieve them. So what are, what are some of your thoughts as you're pondering strategic thinking today? Yeah, that, it is a kind of a appropriate time to be thinking about it as we're coming up on the new year. For me personally, yeah. I have a couple of examples. For me personally, my wife and I do an annual retreat that ends up being usually a half day. And then sometimes we have some follow-up meetings after that, but we go really big and really long-term as far as what do we want our family to be about? What's the ultimate goal down the road, even to like kind of what's our obituary going to, going to sound like, you know, what do we want our kids to say about us, different things. And, you know, to start with the end in mind and a big picture. And then we slowly get more and more specific and more and more, short term in our thinking so we start very very big like down the road you know once we die what's the legacy we want to leave yeah and then we get we get all the way down to uh still a, a bit of a long term but a, a shorter view of we select a word for each year so this past year our word was respond yeah and we always wanted to a, we wanted to take action first and there was a lot of things that we knew uh, we wouldn't want to do or be a part of and things we knew needed to happen. We, we just wanted to have this idea of respond or if things, difficulty comes, respond quickly, take action. Don't just analyze and sit around and get discouraged. And so we come up with a new word for the next year. So our, our word this coming year was intimacy. And we walk through like, what's that going to look like for 2019? But then we get down to, okay, let's, let's take a, a look month by month, looking at the 2019, looking at the year. And if there's things we want to happen, what are some, some strategies and action plans to get there? So we kind of, we go from a big picture vision and a lot of people would be familiar with those terms, you know, objectives, yeah. objective strategies and actions, but we kind of start from the big picture and then funnel it further and further down. That, that's really great, Nate. So you, and you and, uh, you and Caitlin did this last year as well. Yes. Yeah. So, so history is a great, uh, what do they say? History is a great teacher. Um, yeah. So reflecting on 2018, um, like what was, I, I would imagine when you and Caitlin sit down and, and um, strategically think about, you know, where you're going long-term and where you're going in 2019, I would imagine the, your energy level and your focus um, is enhanced, is increased, like, you know, you know, my, my language would be, you know, you get fired up from the, 
activity, this, mm-hmm. this strategic thinking activity, reflecting on 2018, um, can you see like different times of 2018 where the focus, um, the focus is uh, not as bright, not as clear, and how your energy level is affected by that? Yeah, I had, I had executed a little bit on this, but I had wanted to revisit at least monthly what we had put down for the whole year. It ended up being more like once a quarter where I'd review it sometimes personally and not with Caitlin. But it was, you know, I could see at least once you get about 90 days removed from that meeting, you can essentially forget some of the pieces that you had committed to or thought would be good. So having that right in front of you, referring, you know, referring to it, I remember, I remember real, like feeling that starting to happen and I printed out kind of the outline that we had gone through and I, I kept it in a, in one of our cabinets and would pull it out and it would be making notes and marking on it. Hey, are we off track, on track? But the, mm-hmm. the less I reviewed it, the less likely it was to happen. I definitely saw that trend. I, you know, I yeah. let two or three months go by like, oh, my gosh, have we even you know, considered this recently? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think. Yeah, no, no, that's good. You know, as you're as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, gosh, it, it really is interesting that like it's it's very important strategically to have what, um, you know, what the end of two, 2019 is going to produce. Yeah. Um, and then equally as important is to identify what um, January is going to look like. Like what, what results do I want to get in January strategically yeah. that's going to build upon that gets, gets me where I want to get uh, January 1st, 2020. And then it seems like as, as you're talking, I'm thinking, gosh, it's not that I do what I'm suggesting by the way, but I mean, it's as you're, as you're, unpacking this i'm thinking gosh what i should be doing is uh, thinking of considering what where i want to go in 2019 so january 1st 2020 as it relates to my leadership or as it relates to my business or it relates to my spiritual life or whatever my marriage uh, my finances my fitness um where do i want to be january 1st 2020 and then re-engineer that back to what do I need to do the first half of the year? What do I need to do the first quarter? What do I need to do the first week? What do I need to do the first day? So strategically thinking, I need to be very intentional about today that's going to build upon itself to get me where I want to be um, January 1st, 2020. Now, that's a great point. And I know you reference running and the marathon parallels a lot. So I don't want to overdo it, but I've, you know, I'm considering, I'm, I'm planning on doing my first full marathon in May and I was able to complete two halves this past year. But I got to already be thinking now, if I'm, if I'm going to cross the finish line going over 26 miles in May, I better, better be thinking about how am I going to get there starting right now. And for right now, it's gonna looks a lot like we're about to hit the holidays, and not to become obese through, the, through all the holiday family meals and all that stuff, and, and reconsider that donut that's in front of me, and you know what am I doing to you know, maintain my base fitness wise, and then start to build on it. And the the plans are are awesome, you know the whatever the eighteen week or or even longer, some of them 
to slowly build. Yeah. It just makes it makes it so much more. I can know whether I'm on track or off track, and I think that's that's been huge for me. Is up until from now until May, I won't have experienced the outcome. But if I know if I've backdated it and reverse engineered it, all the journey, the entire journey along the way, I can know: Am I on pace? Am I still getting these these smaller wins along the way? That's going to produce this outcome, and that Absolutely. can that can apply to everything. So I can still feel like I'm winning, and I'm and I'm growing in confidence that the outcome is going to happen because I'm keeping track and I'm reviewing the the pre work to get there. And I've heard recently that results never precede activity. And the challenge can be, what am I doing the proper activities to get the results that I want? Results never precede activity. That's great. So you're never going to get, yeah. Yeah. Well, and to your point, I, you know, the, you were talking about the marathon training and, you know, we, you and I talk about it a lot. And I, I think, my opinion is you keep talking about it. When you stop talking about it, you're probably going to stop doing it. So um, I subscribe to the, to the belief that you, 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 you build a, you build a tribe of people around you that are for your strategic, right? Whatever you're strategically thinking, you build a tribe around you that want, that is, uh, that is interested in helping you get there. So, um, when you and I go out for a go out for a practice run or a training run um, on Saturday, and you and I just don't feel like I just I just we're supposed to run X number of miles, and I just don't feel like doing it. That if you know what my you know I'm strategically thinking about the marathon in May, and and you're part of my tribe, and I don't feel like running then I get some accountability and some encouragement from you because you know strategically what I'm thinking as well. And I think that's my opinion is it's, it's very powerful when those around you are, um, are um, brought into what you're trying to accomplish and, 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 and are committed. So, um, and it's, it's really fascinating that yesterday I thought, um, anyway, over the weekend, I was thinking, gosh, I need to get a long run in. So um, I told my wife that on, on Saturday, I said on Sunday morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to run a half marathon. And so, um, and I started thinking about training for the marathon. That's the, the training for the marathon actually starts like January 2nd, right? If you look at 18 yeah. weeks. Right. Um, and so in my mind, if my body, you know, if my body physically, my joints and muscles, et cetera, um, the, my bones, if my, if everything stays healthy, then the, the success of finishing a marathon is contingent upon my discipline. And so I got up Sunday morning and it was cold yesterday. So I put on all my gear, which helped. Um, and I went out and I ran a half marathon. And what was interesting is that I had dinner yesterday, uh, a birthday celebration with my, uh, with my, my wife and my in-laws. And anyway, we went to, um, we went to Cooper Creek and for lunch and it's a great restaurant. And because I was thinking about training for the marathon, 
then my diet was influenced yesterday. And that's, that, that was, that's one of the pieces of strategic thinking is that like my daily food consumption was altered because I was strategically thinking about running in May. Yeah. And if that's the case for your physical fitness, then why wouldn't that be the case for your spiritual life or your marriage or your finances? Um, and, and of course it is. And so, um, so I think there's two parts to that for me, Nate, as we're, as we're discussing this is one is, do you have clarity, um, on what you want to achieve? So, the definition of strategic thinking that we're using this week is identify your long-term interest. What is your long-term interest for your ministry? Um, do you have a clear vision for what FCA is going to look like January 1st, uh, 2020? Like how clear is that? And then going back to the marathon training, those in your tribe like me, like, do I know with clarity where you're going this year? Like, 26.2 miles is very defined in May. That yeah. if you don't, if you run 26.1, you didn't finish. It's very, very clear. And yeah. so, from a from a from a long term interest in in May, I think it's May 7th this year, Nate. By May 7th, you want to run 26.2 miles. And somebody like myself, or somebody like your wife, Caitlin we will know whether or not you achieved um, that goal May the 7th. And so as you re-engineer that back to your point to January 2nd and Hal Higdon's plan, it's a very specific intentional plan of what you're supposed to do January 2nd or yeah. And January 3rd might be rest. Like right. what you're, what you're strategically supposed to do January 3rd is nothing rest. And I'm learning about myself is that I need to take, um, I need to help my guys, my, my family, and I got to help my staff identify someplace they want to go in the future and then re-engineer that back and, um, and help them make daily, um, you know, to take some ground on a daily basis. Yeah, no, that's right. Well, I know like for the, for the ministry side, for FCA, we've clearly defined, we have a, a probably a, I don't know, a, a, in between, in between short and long-term view of, of September 1, 2020 to have equipped and have 200 athletic coaches that have been trained by us. And they are now being handed the tools to go lead themselves. You want to have 200 of those people, running around Northern Kentucky by September 1, 2020. And if we don't have some sort of connection or presence or activity going in all 54 campuses, if we don't hit those, that's very clear. We've, we've fallen short of that. What we haven't done beyond just a general, are we in the neighborhood towards that goal is say, okay, by, by January of 2019, what number should we be at? And the challenge for me is, just because of the nature of the goal, the nature of how we're doing it is it's not, it's not as linear as a typical, like selling something because what we're doing is we might, 
we might be only pouring into five five people right now on on a deep level coaching wise and we're we're engaging others to get into the the funnel but our goal would be that those five people that we're equipping now would then go and equip five more so there's that multiplication part so i I have to dive in i need to dive in a little bit more of while it's not linear it's still there's still a pace at which we need to be going to hit that goal and what does that look like that way we can know if we're on track or off track well, it's, it's, it's great, again, from a strategic thinking standpoint, I think it's great, Nate, because, you know, one of the pictures that I showed our staff this morning was a, uh, a very small tributary, um, a, a little larger creek, a bigger river, and then the Grand Canyon. And um, what, I, what I said to them was that I believe that most people are self-aware enough that if you said to me, Jerry as it relates to these pictures, right, just a little little tributary of water uh, versus a creek versus a river versus the Grand Canyon, how, how, what is the level of depth of your, in this case, physical fitness? What's the level of depth? I think most of us are self-aware enough that we could say basically the depth of our, um, physical fitness or the depth of our spiritual life or the depth of our marriage or the depth of our leadership competencies, et cetera. And so I think people like myself over the years have a tendency of trying to create the illusion that my depth of my physical fitness might be greater than my actual depth is. But does that make sense? Yeah. Like the illusion that I'm in much better shape than I actually am. Um, but I know myself that I'm not in as good a shape as I'm actually in. So, um, so I think one piece is really interesting is to be self-aware of the depth. And then the second piece that's really interesting for me is the clear, the clarity of, um, uh, the clarity of the results. So if I said to you, Hey, for 2000 and um, for 2019, I want to run and get in shape. I want to run. I want to exercise and be in better shape. Well, right. That's, well, yeah. What does in shape mean? What's running? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So to your point, as it relates to FCA, for you to be strategic um, in what the long I don't know if you heard that. I just had a call come in. Anyway, when you are, um, the, the second part to it is, and the way to achieve them, like to, yeah, yes. to achieve them. How do we like achievement? And I, I, and to your point, I think you need something bigger than a marathon because like if, if your identity is all wrapped up into the marathon and you break your foot, then all of a sudden, um, you work, you feel worthless as a person if that's yeah. if everything's tied into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And so what's beyond the marathon, again, being strategic, the marathon is to help me mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so if you take the marathon away, then what can I replace that activity with um, that I was training for that still produces the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual um, results that I, that I'm, that I'm going after. 
No, that's good. And interesting you said that because I've recently gone through another a, a training that we're both familiar with, transformational leadership, and they Ooh. have a they have a term that I, you don't hear a whole lot, and it's called throughput. And oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. What, uh, throughput is different than just an initial transaction. So the the example for him was if you're selling a T-shirt, it's not just making a T-shirt and then selling it to somebody. That would be that's sales. Everybody's tracking that. But for for them, they would call throughput as you've sold it. They take it home, take the tags off, wash it two or three times, don't return it. That's throughput. For a college coach who's recruiting, it's not just getting a kid to sign the dotted line and come to the school. But throughput means they've come to the school. We build into them. They're successful athletically, academically, and they graduate to be a future leader in in the city. That's that's the throughput. So it actually affects how they recruit. Of we're not just trying to get them on campus, but we're trying to recruit the kids that's going to come, put the work in, and have that long term result. It's and good. I think yeah. def- defining yeah defining the right uh, long term interest and is that really what you're going for? So you have to think about what's the right result you're going for and what's the right activity because, it, like you said, if it's just 26.2 miles, mm-hmm. well, that's not the true throughput I'm looking for. I'm looking for a healthier lifestyle, a better shot at living longer. I mean, if you, like for me, I think the motivation finally kicked in of, hey, I hit a, a, enough of a pain point where I was like, you know, weight-wise, I wasn't happy with where I was at. But then I was also thinking – if you go to the upline in my family, there's cancer all over. There's obesity mm-hmm. around kind of the next generation up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have like th- that's n- none of that's helping me. And I don't feel like that's for sure. Like I, I don't have a, a doomsday view of it, but mm-hmm. I want to go down swinging. I don't want to make that more likely by the decisions I can make. And so just by finishing half marathons, that didn't solve the ultimate desire to interest. The desire to interest was, I want, yeah, like you said, I want to be in a new place physically, and I know that it's going to stretch me mentally, spiritually, everything else. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Why do you think people, I mean, it may be an obvious answer, but in general, the people that are around you that are not thinking strategically, why do you think, what are some of the reasons you think that is? Part of it, is it's just the path of least resistance is to not <laughs> think strategically. But by definition, there's a lot of accountability to strategic thinking and having clear set goals and clear measurables along the way. I mean, w- when you think about objective, like you said, we can sugarcoat. There's kind of two ways we could go off. We could be so self-loathing and self-deprecating that we always have a lower view of ourselves and what reality is. But then we could also sugarcoat and make things sound better than they really are. So strategic thinking and having having hard data is is very can be very intimidating because it's that's direct accountability to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the one of the things that might happen for most of us is or many of us is that you strategically think about something you want in the future. And then um, you. So, for instance, I want to buy a house. And I know I need, or I think I need to put $10,000 down on the house. So I need to, I need to save $10,000 over the course of the next, for this uh, example, 10 months. And so then, um, 
So I strategically, I, I identify something I want in the future. 10 months from now, I want $10,000. And then I re-engineer that back to the month of December. I want to save a grand. And I say that, but I don't actually have any specific plan um, today or this week or this month to accumulate the thousand dollars. So if I said, you know, if I, if I eat out, if I spend 20 bucks a day eating out, so I got 20, 40, 60, 80, a hundred, that's a hundred bucks a week. Right. I mean, you start, Mm -hmm. you start re-engineering this back to um, the strategy to get 10,000. The, the first strategy is once you identify the strategy for the 10 grand, then the strategy for how do I get a grand? Because maybe, maybe it's going to take me 20 months, not 10. Yeah, right. but, but if I don't, if I don't consider what do I, what do I do today or this week? And I think that's the, I think that's, for me, that's the missing link. What do, what do I do today? Um, that is going to help me get somewhere this week strategically, intentionally, that will get me somewhere this month that will get me somewhere that I want to go this year. And so re-engineering it back to today. Yeah, but both have to be in place. There's the, I've heard it said recently too, that a, a vision without a plan is just daydreaming. A plan without a vision, you're just kind of wandering around. You, you have a plan, but you don't really know where you're going. But if you have a vision and a plan, then that's that's world changing. That's life changing. That's 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 the that's good. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. A vision with a plan, and I think that's the the definition that that we're using this week of strategic th- thinking is identify a place in the future. Excuse me, and then a way to achieve it. So the goal, the objective is to achieve it. That's the, like you actually get there. So um, as it relates to my business, it's finding some guys that want to, um, that, that want to, for the sake of this conversation, that want to uh, manage operations at another company um, to where they would be responsible for recruiting, hiring, uh, in training and developing the staff. That's um, that from a strategic thinking, I'm, I'm trying to um, I'm trying to intentionally train my guys, some of my guys to be that guy where they can leave my company and go to somebody else's company and be responsible to successfully recruit, hire, teach, train and equip guys. Yeah. Um, and so what do I do today? And, and that, that, there's a lot of work that goes into that. What, what do I do today to help them gain traction, you know, moving in that direction? And I think that's, that's part of the challenge with it, isn't it? Is that, you know, if, if, it's, if it's physical fitness, if I don't work out today or I don't eat healthy today, that doesn't compromise my May 7th goal, but it doesn't help me much for tomorrow. And if I do that a few days in a row, then all of a sudden it's very easy to lose sight of what I want to achieve May 7th, right? Right. Some of this stuff is so obvious, and yet um, 
again, my, my current belief is that, um, that we're dependent upon each other, that if, you know, if, if you had this, if I had the self-discipline to do all these things without you, Nate, I would have already done it. The fact that I'm 52 and in all these areas, these, I'm not where I want to be shows you that I, um, I haven't had the self-discipline, um, to achieve that. So I need, again, going back to strategic thinking, I think one of the things that as I'm rambling just pops in my mind is that I need to identify, um, key people that will help me achieve the things that I, that I, I want to achieve this year or in my life. Yeah. And from my faith perspective, something I'm considering too is there is an unhealthy level of codependency. Like we see that in our society, there's an unhealthy need to be needed. Mm. But I think sometimes we avoid that so much that we forget that we do need each other. Mm. And that there's a lot of fruit that can come with, with working together, you know, that, that give and take between guys. And, you know, there's the whole example of, you know, yoking two oxen together that are of the same mind of the same ability, everything else, they could do so much more together than they, they could ever do apart. And then what's also interesting is if they're, if they're unequal, if there's another one that's way weaker than the strong one, then both of them together won't be able to do, as much as if the strongest one was on his own, I could actually pull somebody back. And like to what you said, you need to have people around you, uh, at least an inner circle of people that aren't going to say marathon. What dude, the only time I'm running is if somebody's chasing me, like that's the, that's the default narrative. And I said that for 30 years of my life, but if you don't have enough people saying, yeah, man, all right, well, how's that going? Are you getting your long runs in? Like they're getting it. They're with you. They're for you. If you don't have that core group speaking into you, it is. It's a lot less likely to do it to do it on your own, and so we. It comes from. I think the initial vision has to come or intrinsic. Why, like coming from within. Yeah. But then to have that, have those people in, in place to help you that know your heart, know why you're trying to do it, mm-hmm. to help nudge you, nudge you back on, is critical as well. Yeah. Yeah. When you said codependency, I was thinking about enabling, right? Just mm-hmm. yeah versus ver- yeah it's a fine well it's not a versus the positive side absolutely yeah, yeah. encouraging uh encouraging and supporting um accountability uh, yeah that's good and we live in such, like, such an anti-authority anti-leadership culture yeah well and there was a guy said, i first ca- I, f- I first came on staff in 2015 for sda and three or four months and they sent me out to Kansas City to the national support center for four days, and I, we were at a round, a round table 